Yes, that's just the basic. I haven't gone into it too deep into my experiences. Yeah, let's let's keep that a surprise until Friday. Let's keep everybody definitely those yes. stories. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And this is episode 24 of Welcome to the Revolution. And it's another installment of what we're calling Breakfast with Champions season. That's right. Definitely. The entire fall season is dedicated to Breakfast with Champions, or if you want to shorten it, BWC. BWC. V. (laughs) BWC. Oh, so, yeah. Because we got to go. put that virtual in there. But yeah. no, um, and, and I'm I'm looking forward to this. As you all uh, will hear in the interview, you know, this is some way that myself and Chris can actually see different Breakfast with Champions. See, this isn't something new. This is something that we've been doing. But, you know, I don't know if a lot of you all were able to you know, join us and and be there for those that have to work early in the morning and can't be there and and things of that nature. Now you have a chance to watch this live on our Facebook live or as well on our um, YouTube channel. Now, not live, but you know, you'll get to, to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. You'll definitely get to watch it and see it. And like, like you said, we'd be able to see a ton more virtual breakfast with champions. And I was even able to see any, in-person breakfast with champions so this is the first breakfast with champions that i've seen because i was always at another event while the in-person ones were going on so so i actually get to be a part of breakfast with champions now so this is pretty really cool and a great experience for everybody and we're just we're so pumped for it that we hope that our energy comes off on you and gets you as pumped for it as well that's right that's right <laughs> so we're just super pumped for these breakfast with champions and uh i mean the interview is fantastic. We sit down with a great group of people today. Definitely uh, a very good uh, group of people. Um, as, as Chris and I were talking, you know, this one we really felt was more of an interview type thing because they were so pumped to tell their story about how, you know, their committees uh, there in San Antonio work to do the things that they've done to make this VBWC the best that it could be. So, you know, it it was really a fun experience. I mean, and to sit there and get the you get a little teaser from our athlete speaker <laughs> at the area area twenty breakfast champions Tim Taggart, and he was just so much fun to sit down with and talk to. And he's been doing he's been so active and so connected. So I mean, you'll recognize him from all the different videos that he's done for us. So he is yeah. not new to being in front of the camera and being on on our social media pages. He's a pro at it at this point. Well, you know, and he said something in there about, you know, finally being an athlete. But, you know, in the interview, listen to what he does and you let yourself know. You know, I would say let me know. You could. You could email me and let me know. You know, (laughs) is he just now become an athlete or has he been an athlete for a while? Because he's done so much that, you know, is as Chris said, he didn't realize that we had a lot of athletes that have participated in world games and we're learning more and more and more. So he is a, a true athlete through and through. Um, so it, it was pretty amazing. 
Yes, and we'll 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 do enough talk. We've done enough talking. Yeah, we'll yeah. stop it. We'll we'll let you sit back, enjoy, <laughs> and, and enjoy the interview that we had with the Area Twenty Breakfast with Champions Committee. Good morning, uh, and welcome to the podcast. I want to welcome everybody here. Um, thanks for joining us. We've got a big group. This is uh, one of our biggest ones that we've had in a while, Everett. Um, with all the people sitting here with us, we've got about. Six, six, six yeah. or seven joining us today um, to talk about the San Antonio Breakfast with Champions. We're so excited about this. This is our second bre- virtual Breakfast with Champions. That's the main word there, virtual. Virtual, um, yeah. Our second virtual Breakfast with Champions in our what we're calling our Breakfast with Champions season because this is going to go throughout the entire fall season with Special Olympics of Texas. So welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. Definitely. So excited that everybody is here today. Um, so we'll kind of get started with Anna Twitty, who is our SOTX staff member. She is uh, one of our development uh, directors in the South region that's in the San Antonio area. And Anna, just kind of tell our walk our listeners through what Virtual Breakfast with Champions is. Well, it is an event that gives inspirational stories of our athletes, and our community leaders, and especially our um, law enforcement officers. So uh, this is a time that you will feel excited and pumped um, after you hear these stories. And it's about uh, an hour long, um, and we start at 9 a.m., and it's going to be on September 25th. Awesome, awesome. So, I mean, everybody that's here um, is is on the Breakfast with uh, Champions Committee is what we call it. We have a committee that is set up for the entire event to go through and help us out. And we have so many different people here. Um, Let's start with Tim Taggart, who is our athlete um, from the San Antonio area sitting on this committee. So, Tim, what has it been like to be sitting on the Breakfast with Champions Committee, kind of the, the input that you get to put in on this committee? It has been very rewarding because I get to share my story with all the officers and the um, donating people of companies where I can show them the importance of their money that they um, donate to Special Olympics of all the rewards and benefits that we athletes receive from it. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So what, what's one of you, what's some of your favorite things that uh, Special Olympics offers? What's, what's some of your favorite sports and activities to compete compete in i've competed in basketball bocce bowling cycling flag football golf soccer softball table tennis and tennis where i've gone to two world games in 1999 i went to Raleigh, north carolina and tennis and won first place in 2003 i was honored to go to ireland and compete in table tennis where i won first in singles and fourth in doubles and I've also had the opportunity to go to two national games. In 2010, I went to Lincoln, Nebraska, where we won a silver medal in unified basketball. And in 2014, I went to Ames, Iowa, and that's in um, unified basketball, where we won a silver medal. And I've never would have had those two things offered for me. Wow. An all-out athlete right there. You play almost everything. I try. 
<laughs> no, this is this is awesome. This is, uh, we've met so many athletes who've gone to World Games. There are so many more athletes in the state of Texas that have gone to World Games than I ever thought we had going. So this is awesome. Yeah, to finally sit down and talk to you, Tim. So it sounds like a, a lot of exciting things that you've gotten to done, and you know, I'm really excited for Friday to actually hear your entire story and what you've done. Yes, that's just a uh, basic. I haven't gone into it too deep into my experiences. Yeah, let's let's keep that a surprise until Friday. Let's keep everybody definitely those yes. stories. Yeah, don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep it quiet, y'all. Well, you know, um, another component with our Breakfast with Champions um, is our LETR, and uh, joining us uh, today we have. Uh, and uh, he told me how to say it, and I hope I don't chop it up. Chief Joe uh, Sal- Salvaggio. There you go, sir. All right, from the Leon, the Leon Valley PD Department. How are you doing today, sir? Doing great. How are you doing, sir? Uh, doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Can you just let some of our listeners know, you know, your experience with uh, the recording, the virtual part of the LATR, and, and, and what kind of experience it was for you? It was uh... – you know, it's it's exciting to be part of it. Um, that's something that I always uh, enjoy doing anything I can with Special Olympics. It was a little, you know, um, surreal in the fact that we can't get together uh, with the athletes and see the athletes smile and, and uh, give them the hugs that we normally would be giving them. And, uh, but we're going to do the best we can because our, our goal here uh, in for the LETR uh, and for what we do each and every day as a police officer is to put smiles on people's faces and especially the athletes. And so if we can do it virtually and uh, provide some smiles and some uh, funding to help out uh, the program, uh, we're all in. Awesome. You know, my first experience uh, with a big, and it really wasn't a breakfast with champions. You know what? I take that back. It was a breakfast with champions. It was during uh, our 2019 um, um Summer Games, I believe it was out there in Morgan's Wonderland. And I've seen how, you know, the LETR, <clears throat> especially out in the San Antonio uh, area, I looked around and there were like a group of different officers. You know, I've just seen so many different uh, uniforms. And I was just like, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. You know, I love to see different departments, you know, and you all were just, um, you know, gathered around and just conversing like you all knew each other, y'all there together. But it's just one of those things. Your brother's in, you know, in blue. So you you don't know a stranger and, you know, you all just work so well together out there. Yeah, we're a very close-knit uh, family here in the San Antonio region. And um, we, we take pride in working with each other. We don't have the squabbles that some uh, areas have and the issues uh, we work very well together but especially we work well together when there's a great cause like uh, special olympics and so um, those are are times when we can kind of let our guard down a little bit we can have fun uh, not only with each other but more importantly with the athletes and the citizens that were there uh, to have fun with and that's really a you know people say oh you do a lot for special olympics but uh, quite honestly i like to make sure everybody understands that Special Olympics um, does a lot for us. And, you know, I tell my officers at all times and all those other officers from those other agencies, uh, you know, that uh, this is the kind of thing that keeps us grounded. It keeps us uh, understanding what we're here for. 
uh, you know, putting bad guys in jail or one thing, uh, but we're really here about protecting the community and serving the community and special Olympics uh, is a huge part of that for us. Yes, sir. Wow. Well, you know, I know that we, Chris and I, I know special Olympics. There's a, a lot of um, folks out there that really appreciate everything you do. You know, we all appreciate it. And, you know, unfortunately right now, there are some things that are going on in, in the, in the world where people are, you know, um, downing the police officers and, you know, from someone that uh, has been in some type of uh, authority figure with the military and things to that nature, we know that I know that we can't have a society without you all out there doing what you do because you all put, you know, your lives uh, on the line every single day. So thank you for everything that you do, chief and uh, what your department does. uh, Believe me, comes from my heart. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. And I know that uh, Special Olympics does as well. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Yes, uh-huh. sir. I mean, uh, as extended from Special Olympics, we, we appreciate everything, everything our LATR community members uh, do for us, uh, both for Special Olympics and just for the community in general. It's very, very much appreciated. And we're always, always in your corner as uh, y'all are always in ours. So we do appreciate it. Sure. Very big. Thank you. All right. So, so we have Joe. We have Joe Torres here with us today, who is a part of another um, community that the Special Olympics loves to be a part of, and loves having them be a part of. The Knights of Columbus, who help us throughout the entire state of Texas. They are they are a huge partner for us. So, Joe, how are you doing this morning? I'm pretty good, Chris. I'm glad to be here. Very excited. Um, and I guess it's um, very rewarding again, like it's been said before, to be part of this. Uh, special event. Uh, I know, you know, the Nazi Columbus have been involved in the, in the Special Olympics for over 50 years uh, since it started in, I guess, originated back in 1962. And then the first uh, Olympics games were, I believe, in 1968. So, and we're also very proud to say that two of our original starting members uh, were Nazi Columbus members themselves. And that was Sergeant Trivers and John F. Kennedy. Both Nazi Columbus members were very instrumental in getting Special Olympics started. So uh, one of our principles of our order is charity. And we are very strong committed to, and, and we get rewarded every time we do something charitable. And there's nothing more charitable than to work with intellectually challenged kids that we can provide support and help them um, maintain um, participation in, in the games, okay? So we do a lot, I know we uh, here in, in the, uh, we're, we're also worldwide. I mean, we not only support Special Olympics here in Texas, in the US, but the entire world. Um, here in Texas alone, we have over 100,000 members that participate in Special Olympics in Texas. In San Antonio, we have 15,000. And again, it's very, and one of the reasons why we participate very, uh, hardly in Special Olympics is because it's very rewarding to work with the kids. Okay, as, as you know, when you when you see somebody that's uh, challenged in in doing a uh, special event and you motivate them, you support them, you give them whatever they need to succeed, it, it, it makes you rewarding. Okay, and we, we know it's a, it's a tough challenge out there, and we also support um, all the caretakers that participate, including all of you, okay? All you are caretakers for the uh, Special Olympians. 
and uh, and we support you. We support the parents. We support all the teachers. Okay, we all are doing a part in in making this a success. And and again, we are very very proud that we can do here in San Antonio. We're doing the best that we can. Our councils are very excited. Our members are very excited. When there when there is ever an event mentioned about Special Olympics, you can always count on the Nazi Columbus wanted to get involved because it, it's in our nature. Okay, It's in our nature. We love to do things like this. Uh, we have a lot of programs, but like I said, one of our featured programs in the whole Nazi Columbus order is Special Olympics. And we love being part of it. And we're going to continue to support Special Olympics, hopefully for forever. So uh, again, it's my pleasure and the pleasure of all Nazi Columbus in the uh, San Antonio area uh, to be involved with, spe with Special Olympics. Thank so, you. Joe, I mean, you yes. mentioned you mentioned that you know Knights of Columbus is worldwide and helps Special Olympics on, on a on a worldwide level. So, what specific things has has your order and the other orders in San Antonio and in the South region? What what do y'all do on a on a daily basis and at the other events that we hold in that okay, area? Okay, we, we, we basically, you know, what we do is we, uh, you know, like last year alone, I think we donated like four and a half million dollars to Special Olympics worldwide. And in addition to, mo to money, we contributed um, something like 860 man hours of labor. And, and basically what we do is when a Special Olympics event is going on, you know, the Olympians need to be fed. Uh, they need to be, uh, you know, have uh, people in the audience supporting them. We need to be able to guide the Olympians to wherever they need to be as as, uh, as a mentor, okay? Get them to the event wherever they need to be on time. So th that's basically the thing that we do. Is And, and we also not train them, feed them, be there for them as coach, as mentors. But um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Uh, I mean, we do as much as we can. Oh, we we also provide scholarships. Uh, some some of these special Olympians need funds to go to the uh, international games, and we provide scholarships. Uh, we also provide awards, um, medals, uh, you name it. Okay, so in trying to recognize the, the to encourage the participants that you know we really care about them, and we do whatever we can to make them succeed. Okay, it's it's uh, it's all about them, really, and, and it makes you feel really, really good. That's awesome. I mean, it's if it, it makes us feel good as staff members and anybody who's involved with Special Olympics to know that we have an organization like the Knights of Columbus that that are with us in any of our areas at any of our events. That it's just a basically a phone call away or a knock on the door, and y'all are there to to help us with anything and everything that we need. So it's greatly appreciated that we're that we're partners with the Knights of Columbus and that we have people like you with, with huge hearts that want to help our athletes no matter what. So again, the, a big thank you to you too. Chris, uh, I want to say, you know, we were looking forward to a face-to-face -face, uh, uh, Olympic Games this past year, but, uh, you know, something happened and uh, times are changing. But we weren't disappointed because, you know, we're still going to have um, the um, the Olympians breakfast and, and we are still going to do it. And we're still involved. Okay. Although these are our time, we are still involved. We're still participating and hopefully next year things will be better. But uh, regardless of the heart and the hard time we're facing, we still are wanting to be part of it. Awesome. Awesome. That's what, that's what we love partnering with organizations like uh, the Knights of Columbus. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just amazing what y'all do. Thank you. So uh, we're, we're also, Glad to be joined by uh, two resource members uh, from the South region. 
um, the San Antonio area. Darren and Stephanie are both here with us today, and we'll start with uh, Darren to kind of go into what being a resource board member means to you and kind of uh, what activities and events uh, do you help plan down there and what do y'all what do y'all do in the South region? Well, Chris, that's a great question. So part of our role as being members of the resource board is to do a couple of things. Number one is to help connect businesses to the Special Olympics uh, community, okay? For a couple of reasons. One, for the opportunity for funding, so raising funds as far as either sponsorships uh, or being, you know, having volunteers come out can be a second piece. But the third piece that we're really connected to as well is trying to connect athletes to those business communities to give them opportunities for employment uh, as well. So just know that the resource board as in title uh, helps to raise funds for Special Olympics in Area 20 in the South region. It's also trying to get more of volunteers, connection of those businesses to the Special Olympics committee, as well as the reverse of that, opportunities for athletes in the community. That comes from both of those uh, business owners or business families coming together with those athletes. Awesome. We'll go over to Stephanie, kind of the same, kind of the same question to you. Um, you know, what, what, is it, what does it mean to be a resource board member? Well, for me, I, I take great pride in being able to not only be a resource board member, but my brother has been in Special Olympics for, goodness, 20-something years now. So coming at it from the perspective of a sister who's coached, now I have personal stories that I can share with community members to help them want to be part of it in a different way. And whether that means they help come out to a, one of our adult sporting practices, whether it's softball or basketball or bowling, connect them through the hands-on experience working with athletes or um, just being able to ask them for monetary donations and helping them see where they can best connect to supporting in, uh, people with intellectual disabilities. So this this next question goes to both Stephanie and Darren, whoever wants to answer it, or we can, y'all can both answer it. So, what does having a virtual breakfast with champions or what does having a breakfast with champions mean not just for athletes but for the community and for and for maybe future partners that want to partner with special olympics go ahead miss stephanie i think this is a great way for people to really get to experience how their contributions can impact this community. So I can't wait to hear Tim talk on Friday. I have worked alongside Tim. We've coached against Tim. Um, he's an excellent athlete. So I think when people get to feel his experience from Special Olympics, it obviously will pull at heartstrings and will get people to want to contribute in their own ways as well. And so when people, you know, attend on Friday morning at nine o'clock for that hour, uh, not only hearing Tim's story, hearing a couple of other athletes' stories and kind of the mission of Special Olympics to truly connect them back to the program. Because one of the things is that people may sometimes get confused between, you know, Paralympics and Special Olympics. Here they can truly hear the story uh, of the impact to Stephanie's point of those dollars, what the impact is, what a lot of people don't know is Special Olympics is community, it is athletics and competition, but it's also healthcare providing. Um, a lot of people don't know that those dollars are also spent on 
uh, what is kind of an underserved market when it comes to providing health care for the intellectually disabled community, uh, that they do that as well. And one of the larger health care providers in the state of Texas. So people get connected and hear that story. Then they go back and tell a friend. Uh, they may start with volunteering. They may start with a small donation. But I will let people know up front. I'll be very uh, upfront with that as well, that it can be a little contagious. So uh, expect that when you dip your toe in, you'll be fully submerged in the pool sooner rather than later. And we look forward to having people come out, support the athletes, be connected, and connect their businesses to the athletes and the athletes to their businesses. Be a fun time. I couldn't have said that any, <clears throat> excuse me, I couldn't have said that any better. I believe that if you've uh, listened to our podcast uh, before, that's one of the things that I let everyone know is that, you know, just joining and participating, um, you know, sometimes we get in there and go, okay, let's do this feel good thing. And then it turns into, uh, wait a minute, where have I been? I needed to be doing this a long time ago. So yeah, this is very, very contagious. Um, so uh, Tim, let me ask you a question. Um, so when you were doing the filming of the um, Breakfast with Champions, well, your experience all together, when you see people like, you know, um, uh, the the LETR members, uh, Knights of Columbus, things of that nature, you know, how does that make you feel as an athlete, seeing all of these different organizations coming together to help put on an event for you all so that when I say you all, I mean the athletes, the unified partners, everyone like that to make sure that you have that event going on. How does that make you feel? It's very rewarding to see how the LETRs and the other sponsors or volunteers are there to help the athletes because it's very difficult sometimes for the athletes to compete. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. That's how I feel. That's amazing. Now, I know that uh, since I've been a part of Special Olympics uh, Texas here um, as a coach um, and now as a as a staff member, there's been a lot of different changes. And, you know, when I say changes, it's changes for the for the good. Um as an athlete, uh, Stephanie, as a coach, um, these changes that are going on to me, um, and I can only speak for me right now. So then I'm turn this uh, question over to you all. But to me, as a coach that is not only coached here in Special Olympics, but has coached on many different levels, um, I enjoy how the platform is changing for us because now it's like we're getting the same treatment as, uh, you know, youth organization, high schools, collegiate, uh, by getting, you know, the SO colleges involved, getting pro teams involved with different camps. Let me turn this over to Stephanie as a coach. How does that make you feel for your athletes to be able to go through and um, get these new experiences? Well, I, I know that I think it was either Anna or Darren shared earlier that Special Olympics is such a community piece for our athletes. And so now being able to be to have that exposure on other platforms, you know, being able to go to those professional games and and just having it be a respected 
athletic competition is huge. It, it gives them tremendous pride in their abilities to uh, perform, to train. It's definitely a way that they um, get to connect with other people who also just love and honor sports. All right, definitely. So Tim, what do you think with all the new experiences that are going on with this? How does that make you feel as an athlete? It really makes me feel like a real athlete because we're going to other sporting events or they're coming to ours to watch us compete. And it's like they're our fellow brothers because we get to enjoy the competitions with them. Right. And you said it right there at the very beginning. Uh, it makes you feel like a real athlete. Well, I want you to know that you've always been a real athlete, but it is you know, it's getting that platform, as you stated, to have other people recognize and not look at you as, oh, look, the Special Olympics, that's something cute over there. No, now they're seeing, wow, these cats put in a lot of hard work, just like we do, and they're out there busting their hump. So, you know, I'm excited for that and, and everything. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Anna out there in that San Antonio area. Now I know Chris has probably said this again, but uh, well, he's already said it to Darren and Stephanie, but let me get your take on what does, um, because I know your staff, but yet you're still on that committee. How does that make you feel, uh, you know, putting something together like this for, with the virtual uh, Breakfast with Champions? I, it's really amazing. And I have such a wonderful resource board that um, it just makes it so much easier. But um, they they have actually helped us raise $37,620 to date. And what? yes, and the event is not until Friday. So it's really exciting to see our resource board engaged and as well as the community. Um, because of the community, we're able to uh, provide all of these activities for our athletes. To So when we are able to go back to an in-person event, they can still compete. Um, but right now with us going virtually, they still have the opportunity, our athletes, to engage. Um, and that's what we want. We just want to make sure that everyone stays connected. And so it's really exciting to see um, everyone come together, all of our sponsors. Um, as you see, LETR and uh, the Knights of Columbus have been extremely helpful. Um, honestly, the LETR group, Leon Valley, uh, they just recently on Friday put together a fundraising event, um, which was a pass the basket off of um, in their area. And that helped us raise funds. So uh, just seeing everyone come together to make this event happen is, it, it just, it feels great to be a part of that. That's awesome. That's a, that's an impressive number uh, on what y'all have raised so far. So that's, that's awesome for, especially the South region and the athletes down there. That's a, that's an amazing feat to have that already lined up as, as giving before the event uh, even happens. So that's awesome. And then we were able to have um, Dunkin' Donuts as a partner as well. And they are donating um, a $5 gift card um, so that everyone can have breakfast because normally um, we would have donated breakfast for all of our attendees, 
but since we can't gather this time, um, they have donated gift cards so that we can um, send those out to our attendees and they can still have that that part of it as well. Yes, Webb, what's, what's better than a cup of coffee and a donut on a Friday morning and listening to some awesome stories? Nothing, exactly. <laughs> nothing gets better than that. Um, so I got, let's, let's get into the hard questions now. No, not not hard. They're not hard questions. Um, the the real question is so Anna, we'll start with you. What are you looking forward to most on Friday? What what is the big thing that you want our community to see? I want them to hear our athletes and our community leaders' uh, stories because that is going to change how you feel, and it's going to be so impactful that you're going to want to be a part of Special Olympics. And so um, for me, that is what I can't wait for everyone to see. And not only that, but we have um, one of our athletes who's singing the national anthem. And that's pretty powerful in itself to see an athlete do that. Um, so I just uh, I can't wait for everyone to see what we've been up to and um, and really hear these stories and, and touch their lives. Awesome. Now we'll go over to Chief Salvaggio now. The the one thing that you can't wait for everybody to see on Friday. The the one thing I'd like to see from everybody on Friday is just big smiles. Uh, have a good time and uh, and do everything they can to to uh, let those athletes know that we're there to support them and the whole community. So I know that I mean I know uh, for the Fort Worth one uh, we kind of had some of our LETR go out and, and deliver things to the corporations that were having watch parties. Are y'all doing anything like that down there? Are y'all going to get out in the community that day or? Uh, no, we're not actually doing that. We're, we're having the uh, cards sent out prior to the event because we want to make sure that they're, they have them before Friday. Uh, but that is a great idea. And we'd be happy to go visit some businesses on the two. If we can uh, make it happen, that'd be awesome. Wonderful. That's always so. That's always so. It was just really cool to see that in Fort Worth to have uh, the LATR go out to these different businesses and, and the corporations. Give them just it add. It is like to me. It added like another step to the uh, experience of getting to watch a, a virtual Breakfast with Champions. It kind of it made everybody feel like they were kind of coming together, even though we had to we had to social distance and stay apart. So it's just it was just another thing on top of the experience of it. And I thought it was really really cool. So let's go over to Tim. Same question to you, Tim. What's the one thing that you want the community to get out of this virtual breakfast with champions? I want for them to hear my stories, other athlete stories, so that they can be, uh, they can understand the training and the hard work that their money comes, uh, their donations, what they get out of it, or what we get out of it. So that we're in the public walking we can be recognized people they always come to me and say oh hi tim how are you doing and they ask about special olympics and that's what i really want that's awesome let me i can't wait to hear your story because uh i can already tell it's going to be a, a really impactful one tim yes. from, the, from the little one that you from the the little insert that you told us today about it so <laughs> i can't wait can't wait you gave a little teaser i know teased them right there <laughs> <laughs> So, Mr. Torres, we'll go over to you again. What's uh, we're just gonna go round table on this thing. What's the, what's the one thing you can't wait for people to get out of this breakfast with champions? I can hardly wait to uh, see the impact it's gonna have on the viewers. 
the difference that we as sponsors can make uh, in this uh, Special Olympians and also the excitement. And one one more thing I think that, that, that we're going to be doing and I'm looking forward to is by having people virtually looking at the Special Olympics, I'm going to encourage our members to go online and to witness them, okay? And uh, so they can feel more excited so that hopefully next year we'll be able to do two or three times better than what we did last year. Okay, it's, it's all about involvement. It's all about getting excited, okay? It, 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 it's about all of us being a team, okay? And we're all inclusive. Uh, athletes, sponsors, uh, everybody, all volunteered, we're, we're all one team. And that's what I'm looking forward to, the excitement. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said that better. So and he said the word that I've been trying that that I listen for all the time. You know, I say this in every in every podcast that we have. I love that inclusive word because that's what it is. We're trying to get everybody involved uh, under one umbrella for one common goal. Um, you know, as I guess not umbrella. I guess the new term now is under one bubble, huh? But <laughs> you know, that's the one thing that we're looking to do and then improve this this product because you know this is not going to stop it just keeps going so all right so uh i cut chris off but i can tell he was about to ask either miss stephanie or mr darren so um i'm gonna go with miss stephanie um so same question um and uh how does that how will that impact you or how do you want that to impact the community yeah, one of the ways that I am really excited about the Breakfast with Champions impacting the community is that not everybody can donate money, but many people can donate their time. And whether that's through coaching, whether that's through um, helping with food, whether that's helping at events and being the volunteer or mentoring, this, this community of athletes has so much more to offer especially from the volunteer perspective. You, the, the feeling you get from donating your time is tremendously more valuable than probably the athletes receiving the volunteer hours. And so having people experience that gift is, is so remarkable. And so I'm, I'm excited to see how many more people figure out how they can connect, whether it is monetary or if that's not an option, how they can connect by donating their time. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Darren, uh, we're going to give that same question to you. So I, I think that everyone's kind of hit um, some great points around whether it's, you know, being connected, whether it's monetarily or time, or just seeing the smiles on their faces or hearing the athletes' stories or being able to broadcast more. And I will tell you the one thing about the, the virtual, when it was first kind of brought up probably in March or April, May timeframe that we may have to delay and then go virtually. At first, it was feels like we had missed out or lost something. And last year, when we had our Breakfast of Champions, and there was 265 people in the room to hear that message. That's great. And that was very impactful, raised a lot of money for the area, and it was a very moving event. Um, but it quickly became, as it moved virtually, here's the opportunity for us, uh, as everybody here on this podcast, as well as everybody else that's listening and uh, through whether it's LETR, Knights of Columbus, private business, is that I believe this event Friday could actually reach a bigger broadcast audience. I think we have an opportunity to get in front of a lot more people to get the message and to hear Tim's story than we could if we ever did the brick and mortar face-to-face. So I'm actually most excited about this Friday about, you know, some of the new people are going to be exposed 
through social media posts, watching it on YouTube or Facebook, uh, or just being connected to, you know, athlete social media or business owner social media. I think this Breakfast of Champions could actually be bigger than we ever thought. And it was usually the initial thought might be it'd be the opposite. Uh, but I think we took it as a positive. We took it as a little bit of a challenge, uh, much like a lot of our athletes do, and figure out a way to make this event work to still deliver the message and connect the community back for inclusion to the athletes. So I'm excited about Friday. I think everyone should have a great time. Make sure you post your media, social media and uh, let everyone know. Give everyone a chance to be included. All right. I couldn't have said it any better myself. What about you, Chris? No, it was perfect. And that, and you kind of answered my next question, but we'll go ahead and ask, uh, Anna, so where can we find this event on Friday? So you can go to the Special Olympics Texas um, Facebook Live or the SOTX uh, YouTube channel. Awesome. And so two, two places to find it. You can't miss it. And it's 9 a.m. September 25th. So make sure you tune in. We can't wait. I I know I know I've been building up excitement for it. I can't wait to watch it. But I, I can't wait to watch anything that we send out. Yeah, I know. I was that's, gonna say that's I can't, the thing it is. <laughs> I can't wait to watch all of our Breakfast with Champions because it's you know, when you're you're in a certain area, which you know, we're in area eleven, uh the north region, it's kinda hard unless you get invited uh to those face to face. So I'm with Darren, you know, yes, this has kind of put a damper on things, but you know, I don't, I don't look at the sourness of a lemon. I try to make lemonade out of it and it is uh pretty, pretty awesome what we're getting ready to do because now I get to participate in every single breakfast with champions that is going on in the state of Texas. So, you know, it's going to be amazing. I really can't, uh, I can't wait. Maybe I might try to take a little piece from here or there. Uh, the cool thing is, you know, being able to hear the athlete stories, you know, um, and some are, you know, heartstring tugging at the, the heart a little bit, but some are just the same, but it's so joyful. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know if I can put it to words. I just can't wait to see them all. So, oh yeah, no, definitely. And I know, and you know, with you know, breakfast with champions, you have your your core program that we do. Everybody kind of sticks to the same core, but because of the virtual and even in person, every every area and every region, I like to call it flavor. You put your own flavor on it, so you're going to do your own little twist on it, and we're going to be able to see that, and everybody's going to be able to see that, and I can't wait to see. The, the, the little extra things that, that y'all put into it and to make it your own, to make it, you know, the San Antonio area breakfast with champions. So I, I can't wait to watch it. And I don't think, uh, I think everybody on the podcast feels the same way. We can't wait to see it. Um, and then I just hope that uh, the rest of the community is as excited as we are. So I uh, can't wait to see that again. That is September 25th. That is this Friday coming up at 9 a.m. on our statewide Facebook page and our YouTube channel. So don't miss it out. There are two places to catch it. Uh, Everett, anything else to add? Well, the only thing I need to add is to let everyone know thank you for coming on here. You all have been amazing guests. Uh, I've learned some stuff about the uh, San Antonio community out there. Uh, you know, y'all rock it strong, and I love to hear that. 
So um, thank you all for all you all done for the Breakfast with Champion, as well as thank you all for what you all do here with uh, us here at Special Olympics. Again, a great group of people that we sat down with. We've learned so much, not only about Tim, who's the athlete there. We've learned so much about Stephanie, the resource board member, Darren, the resource board member. And we sat, you know, sitting down with Joe with the Knights of Columbus and Chief Salvaggio from the Leon PD and, and all the fantastic people that we sat down with. And, you know, we even came up with new verbiage about the situation that we're in. We like to have inclusion. We used to say under an umbrella, but Everett, Clever, <laughs> clever play on words. The inclusion bubble. Bubble. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, it, it was amazing. Um, as I was saying in the in there uh, earlier uh, in the podcast. See, I can't even think. Um, <laughs> you know, I like to think that the North Region is the best region of them all. I always say that, uh, but. The one thing that I think that a lot of these regions um, can learn from is the South region uh, when it comes to their LETR. You know, um, as I stated there on the podcast, my first event, my first big event as a staff member, I got to go out to uh, Morgan's Wonderland. And it wasn't just a breakfast with champions. Uh, Chris, Chris had let me know, hey, it wasn't just that, you know, opening ceremonies, uh, the dance. We had literally almost well we had over 200 police officers there and it wasn't just for the breakfast with champion it wasn't just you know they showed up and then they took off they were there and you know that's what we're looking for we're looking for that community involvement and um, i think i'm going to uh, chris and i have really been talking about this we're going to go ahead and work a little harder um on reaching out to some of the um some of our uh, LATR uh, folks here, other police departments that haven't gotten involved. So, you know, hey, if you're an athlete, if you're a family member checking out this podcast, you know, we, we're we looking for more volunteers. We're looking for people to still get involved in what we're doing here. So whether that's going to your police departments, hey, it's it maybe going to your hospitals, you know, talking to some of the nurses or paramedics or firefighters, Shoot, shoot them your uh, Special Olympics information because I, be, I bet you a lot of them would be interested in uh, getting involved. Oh, definitely, definitely. This is a this is a great organization to be a part of, and you're not gonna not many people pass up on the opportunity to come and hang out with their athletes. And uh, who else gets to say on? Uh, yeah, when I was on duty, I went to this massive dance party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do while you were working? <laughs> I I went and danced the uh, shuffle dance with about three thousand athletes. So. There you go. Wow, wow, that doesn't, is amazing. Doesn't get, doesn't get doesn't get better than that. So we're always looking for that partnership and uh, our LETR to community to start growing and be bigger than it is, and better than it is. So um, the all all the hard work that goes into being a law enforcement, uh, you know, officer, paramedic, firefighter, anything. It's it's good to. To let off some steam, lay back, and just have a good time. And you can do Definitely. that with Special Olympics and our athletes. Um, so, can't, again, can't can't wait for this event down in San Antonio. It's a, I've been thinking about it ever since uh, it was announced that it was going to be happening on the 25th. Right. Well, you know, um, Darren said it, said it best. Um, you know, you can get involved. I, I, matter of fact, it wasn't just Darren. I think every single one touched on this. 
you know, you can get involved and think that, hey, I'm just doing this um, for um, some hours for work so I can, you know, make it look good or what have you. But you'll end up finding out, wait a minute, I got to do this next year, you know, or yeah. when's the next event? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but I've had so many volunteers come up to me at some of our some of our uh, competitions and they're like, hey, Everett, when's your next event? Um, I'm probably going to do this. So, you know, I got to take off work, you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because it's so contagious. It It's it's everyone putting whatever differences they have aside and working and having fun, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so. You know, at one of our dances, I had a parent come up to me um, and she said, all the stuff that I'm going through right now, I just forget about it. Because look at our athletes. Some of them are going through so much more, but they love life. So why am I being so bitter right now? And I just looked at her and I said, I don't know. This is just joyful, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It is. You know, we all need to see life through the eyes of our athletes. It's just amazing. Definitely. Just, Definitely. just amazing. Um, so again, that is the San Antonio Breakfast of the Champions, virtual Breakfast of the Champions. I always forget to put the virtual in front of it. <laughs> virtual Breakfast of the Champions will be happening Friday, September 25th. So that's this Friday, 9 a.m. on our statewide Facebook page and our YouTube channel, Special Olympics Texas. So don't miss out. You can't miss it out. It's in two places. Yes, two different places. And on top of that, if you miss it on the 25th, you can always play it later. I know. So. You can play, play it on the 26th. You can play it on the 27th and 28th, 29th, oh 30th. Goodness. You know, we need to go into October. You can play it on October 1st. There you 30th, go. Uh, play it whenever. And see, then, you know, if, if you're really gung-ho about these Breakfast with Champions and you really like them, then in December – when all of them are done, you can binge watch. Uh, There's a lot of people that binge Netflix. watch out there, you know? It's like a Netflix series. Ooh, let's get a Netflix series going on. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Binge, binge watch it. Binge watch it on YouTube or Facebook yeah. Live. Just go back. Boom, boom. So, anyway. Heck uh, wow. That was, uh, it was a really good, uh, really good uh, interview. So, now. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm the connected guy, the SO connected guy, but I'm going to flip the script. So what's happening with SO connected today, Chris, or this week? So much, (laughs) so much, so much is happening. I mean, I just, I can't even think of words. So much is happening. I can't even think of, of words to say, Oh wait, here's my, here's my cheat sheet tonight, tonight, Wednesday. I mean, last Monday. No, no. I'm gonna I'm well I'm gonna talk about Wednesday. Oh, okay. Well, after after this comes out, okay. after our podcast comes out, because you know, it's noon. Mm-hmm. So right now the podcast is happening. Right, right. But later, but later tonight, what's gonna happen later tonight is we're gonna send you out that friendly reminder that Breakfast of the Champions is happening on Friday. That's what's happening. That's what's up. That's yes, what's happening. <laughs> now we can go back and say what's happened, what happened on Monday. We had our other virtual concert series happen on Monday. Yes, sir. And let me tell you, I'm not joking around when I say, wow, that was awesome. It was. If you weren't, if you were not embarrassing yourself in your living room while getting up and dancing (laughs) like I was, 
<laughs> and you weren't enjoying it like I was enjoying it. So that's what happened on Monday. That was awesome on Monday. Yeah, he was um, – unfortunately, he had to go through a lot of loops and hoops oh, yeah. and things of that nature, and um, he did amazing. He was so afraid that it wasn't going to pull off the way that he wanted it to um, because he had so much in store for our athletes and for our community. He just wanted it to be perfect. And, um, you know, I got to sit down and listen to he and um, Shauna talking about it. And, you know, he was just really, really distraught. But I think that it turned out awesome. Um, And, you know, we really appreciate, uh, appreciate, I'm gonna say his name wrong. You know, I'm I'm the butcher, uh, oh, Joe man. Joe uh, doing all of that. Uh, John that John, John. See, I told you I was gonna chop it up. See, <laughs> told you. But I really, I really am um, excited of what he did. So, um, you know, good. that's good. And then the South Region just taking over. Oh yeah. Uh, with uh, so connected. You that's know, okay. workout workouts on you know on Tuesday we had an awesome workout in the afternoon. Um, you know, Thursday we're gonna have you know tomorrow we're gonna have yoga. Yoga's coming back into play, right? I yes, know, I've, been, I've been missing yoga. I know everybody else has been missing it. I don't know. I mean, you <laughs> weren't the one getting put in all those poses, and you know that. Okay, that, so, sorry. I mean, what, it I, felt good. what I meant. What I meant <laughs> What I meant to say is I was missing watching Everett have to go through yoga. That's what I meant to say. There we go. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't a, a good thing because, you know, I was feeling, I mean, seriously, I can squat. I'll go to the last I've squatted. Let's go 325. Um, that's what I was squatting. All right. But doing some of those poses with no weight Mm-hmm. I felt like I was squatting 500 pounds when my legs was overweight. And then the very next day, you feel so limber. It's just exciting on how it's weird and exciting on how yoga can stretch, stretch you and and get you feeling a lot better. Because I, I really do. I have really bad knees. Um, but working out with Miss Shauna, uh, uh, that was doing our yoga here in the north when, when we were filming it she just i was like wow okay <laughs> let's keep doing it and yeah. so so like i took some of those exercises and and i work out a couple of my athletes here uh once or twice a week so every week they're like coach can we do 90 90 coach can we do can we do downward dog i'm like no, those are too easy for you. They're like, no, it's helping my flexibility. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've always said that. See, it's different when you're like lifting free weights and then having to like move your own body and like have to lift yourself in different ways. You're like, oh my gosh. Yes. As, at some points when you're doing it, because, you know, we did it when I played football in high school, we had to do it. And, you know, at some point it was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I need to, I need to get down so I can be like wide receiver weight. So this is easier for me, not lineman weight. (laughs) (laughs) So moving and doing that is awesome. But another big thing happening this week on the weekend, we can't forget about our rocket league. No, no, no. Someone's making, someone's making their uh, debut as a play by play. Yes. Announcer. And have you ever heard me say that I'm nervous of anything? I am nervous um, of doing this. So it's going to be so much fun. Um, 
I get to sit, well, not literally side by side, but I'm going to be uh, side by side with the number one um, rocketball uh, league player in the, is it in the nation or the world? No, it's he's just in the Air Force. He's number one in the Air Force. In Air so Force. That, okay. So that, okay. so that is, you could technically say that's the world. There you go. There because you go. Because so. the Air Force is everywhere. Yes, it is. So, so this is going to yeah. be pretty amazing. You know, I was in the booth next to Chad. No big deal. Not the booth. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to be in the booth next to uh, the number one Rocket League player in the Air Force. So we'll see. And I, I thank you for giving me the opportunity. But you're going <laughs> to be out there playing. So I think that's the only reason that you know I got to get on here and and do this. And you know, you never uh, know. I could uh, I could ask to join y'all pretty quick. So I don't know how last I'm going to long. How long I'm going to last in that tournament. <laughs> well, you know, as I was telling everyone else, if you have never seen Rocket League, it's very interesting. You know, it's pretty much soccer with some cars, with some souped up cars. And, you know, there's a couple of areas where you can, you know, hit a boost. And it's always, every time I'm trying to hit the ball in the net, I'm, I'm trying to do, you know, a little drift to hit it with the back into the net. I drive up on the ceiling and I just keep going and I don't know, <laughs> don't know how to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is the funniest thing I think I've ever heard. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm playing with my son. He's like, dad, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. Get down from there. I'm like, that's what I used to say to you. Get down from there. Yeah, I know. Get down from there. You don't, don't turn it on me now. Oh, that's don't miss out on that. That's gonna be so much fun. But I mean, like uh like every week, we've this jam-packed week of so yes. connected yes. in Special Olympics, Texas. And uh oh, I just can't wait. Can't wait for the Rocket League tournament. Can't no, wait it's, for it's the, uh, game. Is the game of the week? Is that hurdles? Is that at the end of this? I mean, Wednesday? Is that when those are due? Oh, I believe it is hurdle. I believe it is. I believe it is hurdles. So I believe. Matter of fact, let let me let me make sure. Let me make sure. No, we are wrong. It's uh not hurdles. It is Temple Run. Oh, uh, as as you all can't see, but Chris can see. I'm on my phone right now because I usually do Temple Run. That's my game. Oh, you got a Temple Runner here. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, My son man. would be like, "Man, you're worse than a kid playing on your phone." Yes, I am. <laughs> you're just mad because I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best one. That's yes. the best. Well, you know, we had such a great uh, interview today, and you know, I know Chris and I can sit here and go on and on and on, but you know, I'm going to do something that might get me in trouble here. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, that intro was so amazing it was fun you know as you know it was my birthday but the intro was for both of your hosts here found out that my man on the other end over here his birthday was two days after me so happy belated birthday i hope everything went well for you um and you know send him some birthday wishes through email he's probably giving me a dirty look right now let me look on my camera hold on oh no he's not even there (laughs) well well thanks thanks for joining us today on this episode of welcome to the revolution uh we hope to catch you for the next one 
Hey, everyone, uh, remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See you next time. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution. Revolution.